welcome to another episode of Ramble Radio. Today we are executing order 33, which means this is the 33rd podcast we are recording. Can't believe we've done this many so far. Uh, but hey, we are reviewing the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And we this is something we've talked about for a long time. Some of, of our favorite episodes back in December, we're talking about Star Wars. We did like three episodes in a row because that's how dedicated we were. And we've mentioned the show before. And I think there's a lot of things that will be addressed about this show today that we've talked about in the past about the future of Star Wars and storytelling and the fan base. Because yet again, they're all over the place. We're going to touch on it all here. I'm Will alongside Xavier, Skyler, Austin. Another familiar voice, Nick, has returned to hop on for this episode and talk Star Wars with us again. Excited to have you all here to listen. Excited to have you all here to talk to about this wonderful show. Uh, Essentially how this is going to go, and before we get there, because I always forget housekeeping, remember to follow us on TikTok and Twitter. Just look for the great purple logo, as I always say. And uh, we are on Anchor. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Stitcher, and Radio Public. We're on like 10 platforms, so Jeez. whatever you want to follow us on. It, yes, you're right, Austin. Oh, my Jeez, goodness. Because I forget, and I forget to do this all the time. So without further ado, and of course, be sure to like and subscribe and follow this and go listen to our other Star Wars episodes. Maybe we'll even start reposting those too. But without further ado, let's talk about Kenobi. And Xavier, we're going to have you go first because we're going to all give our summary of our thoughts. We'll then break down and dive into everything and uh, then give like a final rating and discuss this whole potential rumor or want from some people of a season two. So we're all going to talk about it here right now. Xavier, start us off. Oh, God, where do I begin? Um, Kenobi, 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 Disney, Disney, Disney. Um. So uh, for all those listeners that have been following us so far, you guys know that I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. Like I am a fan. I do like, you know, the series and they have their ups and downs, but uh, I feel like I'm going to be the negative Nancy here, but this one, they, I feel like they kind of dropped the ball a bit. Um, I might be the only one in the, in this little group here that feels this way, but there were just, a lot of problems that outweigh the the pros here. A lot of cons outweigh the pros, and it just it's hard. It's it was kind of hard for me to watch a little bit at parts. Um, the story was it was okay. Um, like I said, there were some questionable plot holes that have been surfing the interwebs and just stuff that I've seen that I'm just kind of like, why would they go that route? Why would they do this? But I know we're gonna get in some get in depth here soon with everybody's opinions and some of the scenes that have uh, happened in the show. But um, it was okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna let someone roll off of that and hopefully give a little bit more of a positive spin on it. So it's up to you guys. The floor is open. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> I could go, but I go for it. The host, I wanna be more positive. Please bring the mood back up. No, Will, let's let's hear from you, Will. Okay. All right. I was so excited for the show. And at the end of the day, I am happy. Um, I I as well have some critiques of some decision making in terms of the story. Uh, one of the biggest things you're gonna hear me complain about 
throughout this episode. And it's it's kind of a criticism, but also it's going to come back and be a defense for certain characters and elements. I've ne- I was never a fan. I don't really like the whole idea of limited series being so short. Like, I don't see why this couldn't be like a 10 episode, 12 episode type of thing. Um, why I don't necessarily believe in there being a season two more on that later. This was kind of a roller coaster for me. I liked the first couple of episodes. I felt like the first two and a half episodes I, I really liked. I liked the emotions and seeing where Kenobi was and just, you know, I liked the idea of Leia being rescued because I think it just makes Obi-Wan an even more important character, the star Wars, because he not only took care of Luke, he also took care of his sister and, and in this whole relationship that it, that's explored even again with between Anakin and Obi-Wan, you have, uh, you know, him taking care of his kids in this really conflicted, complicated story. Um, then you get to the middle part where that fourth episode where they go to the underwater base, it's 39 minutes long, technically less than that because you have to subtract about five minutes worth of credits. I kind of was worried about this show losing its identity. I know you have to add new characters and stuff. We're going to talk about Reva, I'm sure, a lot in this and Reva a lot in this. And I'm not um, I don't hate her or anything. And I, I can't believe I have to sit here and, and say this on yet another podcast. We're in 2022, you know, black people can be in star Wars. We can have minority characters and actors and actresses and things like that. That part of the fan base is ridiculous. I don't, you know, agree with that. That's toxic racism. That doesn't need to exist. Even with my criticisms of the character again, which, you know, I'll flesh more out of that as the show go or as yes, as this episode goes, what saved this show for me, because I was in a bad I was in a bad state with this show after episode four, five and six, as we started to go back towards more focusing on Vader and Kenobi, then I, that's when I fell in love with it again, because to me, that was the true essence of the show. That was the whole point is that whole dynamic uh, exploring the relationship again of of Obi-Wan and, and having to deal with Darth Vader and whatnot. So that was uh, really exciting to see. That's my quick summary of it. At the end of the day, I'm happy with it, but there's still a couple of things that I just like I shake my head or I question Disney for why they make some of the decisions they do, but I'll leave it there for now. I and and I think me and Will are probably more similar um to the fact that well, I'll I'll probably be the first one to say that I actually really enjoy the show. As someone who is a Star Wars fan, but probably not as much as someone like Will, I understand why people would have their concerns with, you know, not and not being focused on the person who the show is named after Obi and you know the idea of introducing new characters and giving them more of a spotlight yeah it's just I don't know I, I actually I really enjoyed it there were moments in the show where you know and there's two things you've already heard me complain about in the past and it's the whole nostalgia thing with modern times now like everybody's going towards like the nostalgia trip. I felt like we got like a healthy dose of that. I will say it was like just the right amount and it wasn't overplayed. Like there wasn't a lot of time spent in the past, you know, like realistically there was, there was that one scene where him and Anakin were just dueling and like practicing, which is like, that's really all we got to see of the past. I I also think so. like, it was the right amount of nostalgia, but then it was also like, there were times where like my heart was like racing. I was like, Oh my God, this battle is insane. Yeah. It was, I just, I really, I actually really enjoyed it overall. Yeah. I definitely, I really enjoyed the show. I mean, I, I would, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I'm probably going to be the more positive voice on this, uh, on this episode. 
as I usually am when it comes to Star Wars. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the show. I think there are definitely some things that they could have done differently. I, I think every, everyone's going to, no, no show is going to have no one saying, you know, hey, this should be different. Because, I mean, yeah, it, it's just, because it, it, at the end of the day, it's like one team of people deciding how things are going to go. Not the whole population, the whole fan base, not necessarily going to agree with it. Um, but I, I love a lot of things I loved about it. Like I loved, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Star Wars Rebels. I'm, I'm just a huge Rebels fan. So there were a lot of, uh, you know, especially in that finale, there were a lot of references to Rebels, a lot of parallels there. Um, and then also the, the flashbacks that like uh, you see Hayden basically, I guess it would probably be between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Like that was incredible. I think the flashback scenes were really good. Um, my biggest complaint is probably I think some of the um, some of the dialogue choices weren't necessarily the best. Um, I think I think a lot of people want to say like bad writing, and you know I, I get that, but I just want to I, I kind of wanted to just like whenever I heard someone say oh it was bad writing, I kind of want to hear like examples of it, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, but th- that 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 would be the thing I would change. Some of the dialogue choices like. I love uh, what is it, Kumail uh, Nanjani? What what's his name? The guy that plays uh, Haja, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know how. I oh, K- his Kumail name. Nanjiani. So mm-hmm. I, I love his character, although I do feel like some of his dialogue was wasn't didn't really fit in, which is a very like specific complaint. Um, like I love his character. I just wish he was. I kind of wish his character was aimed a little differently or in a different um a different type of project but uh just because I, I feel like some of his dialogue was a little bit lacking but i mean he's a great actor i think he did i think he portrayed what exactly what they were going for i just think i would have probably done it a little differently um but like i said overall really enjoyed the show the finale really tied things together well i think and uh i think at the end of the day it, i'd i'd say i'd say because i know a lot of people were saying that it would be hard to kind of bridge, you know, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, but I think they did a pretty good job of it. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, so funny. Um, I'd say the exact opposite of Skylar. Everything Skylar said, I'd say the exact opposite. I thought the ending was the biggest accumulation of how bad this show messed up for me. Uh, I hated almost everything about it. I just don't want to talk that much. I don't want to hate it. I just literally watched it and I was just disgusted. I wish, I just wish I loved it. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's my, that's my two cents. I only wish I, I liked it, but I hated it. Every, almost every aspect. Now, now I am a little bit uh, closer to Nick when it comes to my opinion on the show. Nick, I'm actually curious. What was like the, the big turning point for you like what like was it like episode one first scene you're like i'm out or was it's so it like- crazy because i felt like i was on the outside when episode one and two came out i was like i felt like the minority when i was like oh, i really like the direction they're going to and then it was just a constant it was just everything is so wrong with it and then it just made me think about it today and i listened to a lot of podcasts and i just came to the point where i'm just like i honestly don't think i'm excited for stars anymore besides mandalorian i don't think i could get excited for any of their projects any of their movies nothing it's just like 
nothing makes sense to me. No one knows what they're doing. There's no, there's no like big direction. It just seems like, oh, the universe is so big. We're just going to tell different stories about it now. And, you know, we'll add our own ideas, even if it disagrees with other ideas. It just, nothing makes sense to me. It's like gravity means one thing in this guy's story, but you take another writer and gravity means another thing. And it's like, okay, all right. I don't care anymore. Mandalorian to me is the only thing that's like chef's kiss. And this show just kind of just, everything was just, Will sent me a picture today. What was it? That they, they had the lowest budget for a Star Wars show, but they knew this was the most anticipated Star Wars show. It's like, yeah, why would they do that? I, I just have no hope because everything was just so awful. The art direction, everything was so bland and ugly. Shaky cams all over. The writing was so terrible. I, I just, man, and uh, the end, the ending, I wish I loved it. But everything that I hated about the show just came into full fruition about they just Disney's just going to be. I don't even want to say Disney. I just. I just hate the writing team. I hate the direction. I hate the director. I hate I hate the art direction. I hate everything they wanted to do. Everything just was so... The final fight, I wish I loved it as much as I could have, but it lacked everything I needed it to have, sadly. I, I will say my biggest thing, and this is where they're going to struggle um, the most at if, if they continue down this route, is in, in like other series you you have a battle between the enemy and the hero and if you're telling that new story you don't know how that battle is going to end you know what i mean my biggest example would be infinity war how we were all fucking shocked because at the end for once the hero is lost now going into this the whole darth vader and obi-wan kenobi battle i'm like okay yeah this is cool this is really cool i like the how they did it I like the style of it, but like in the end, I, I know neither one of them is going to die. So there's no suspense there. Right. And they're, and they're going to run into that same issue. The longer they use previous characters that are already alive, telling a story. I like, I get that you want to tell. And and like Will said, they, I think it bridged the gap. What was that? You will. I can't remember. It, it bridged the gap perfectly. Might've been. I, um no it was it was, it was me. skylar okay <laughs> skylar <laughs> sorry <laughs> jump in. i knew it was somebody i don't mean to take your yeah <laughs> i i um i that's like the one thing that's like i miss watching star wars is there's like there's new content like the new characters and stuff like that that's great but i wasn't and this ties into what will actually said was it's six episodes so it's like you don't get attached to any of these characters Mm-hmm. you know there's no like oh my god i hope this character doesn't die like when reva was stabbed i was like okay like that's just you know part of the story it's like you know okay can we can, so you you said one of my things that just really fucking pissed me off <laughs> Go ahead. so okay i have to talk so what is this episode like uh like five or something five? like that i think yeah. I know where you're going yeah episode five darth vader the Lord of Death, in my opinion, like he's literally the fear. Like when people think of fear, they think of the Sith and then they see him and they're like, holy shit. And this guy no, has killed hundreds of thousands. I don't even know what the total is of people, whatever. But he goes and stabs this woman 
himself and does not kill her. Now, I don't know if this is more of he wants to like try to add to the story and be like, oh, I want her to come back and be bad and make her a Sith, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that's the underlying thing. But like, how do you get somebody who's like a known killer of Jedi and they're like, and he just goes up and stabs her and she somehow survives. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you just let your prey go? Like his Xavier, kill count Can I give you the answer sucks. to that? Please, please I'll do. give you the answer. Okay. I told myself I wasn't going to get this triggered <laughs> this early into the podcast. <laughs> because folks, Disney and Lucasfilm, whoever, whoever's in charge of this crap, decided that we're going to make a show. We're going to call it Kenobi. We're going to, it's going to be about some of the, most important characters, probably two of the top five, top three, that, that's a debate for another day. Two of the most important characters, Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we decided that we're going to bring in a character who plays a vital role as being the catalyst to getting this story off the ground outside of Leia being kidnapped. Uh, Reva trying to go find obi-wan to you know get in the good graces of vader and then as we know wants to kill him for you know what he did at the temple you know killing all of her friends and, and wounding her and all this other stuff but they decided that in somebody else's show just like book of boba we talked about this on our most listened to podcast by the way pat ourselves on the back our book of boba review we had to get another show where the main focus is the new character even though she does play a good role, a vital role in the, being the catalyst of the story and the events that take place, we have to keep focusing on her. We have to take away from Vader and Kenobi scenes or longer scenes because we have to have her chasing Luke and almost gently towing that fine line to freaking up potentially canon. The foundation and the foundational piece of Star Wars, which is, you know, Luke was unharmed. Luke had maybe a little bit of knowledge of the Clone Wars and his father and stuff. He, you know, he he learned history like the rest of us. However, he didn't know all this stuff until obviously everything that happens in A New Hope and Leia as well. Even being in the same planet, in the same area within probably a few miles of her father, who still can't sense. And that's another thing that I'll bring up later on the 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 convenience and inconvenience use of the force throughout star Wars, but they wanted to feature a new character and put the spotlight on that character as much as they did Kenobi. And that's kind of where my issue is. Again, I don't have any issues with Moses Ingram. I liked her performance. I liked uh, Reva as a character. I, I, the more I think about it, the inquisitors played a a decent, like a good role. I think the other ones could have been used more, but Mm -hmm. I just, you're, you're right. And the fact that we have to keep her living and we have to give her her plot, you know, her redemption arc, she gets stabbed and gets wounded the same way as Qui-Gon Jinn, another important figure in Star Wars who dies. Mm-hmm. But that's what a lot of people are saying is how come Qui-Gon Jinn could die from that stab? Also, wouldn't, wouldn't the Grand Inquisitor want to, like, kill her and just end it all right, right there for right? betraying him? Or right? Vader could have decapitated her just like he, when he was Anakin, when he cut off Count Dooku's head, just some other options, yep. just yep. just a few other options. And I know, you know that was a long winded version. I'm I'm sorry, but you no. know I, I I'm trying to weigh both sides. So you guys know me. I'm I'm the moderate. I, I sit in the <laughs> middle on every damn argument and debate that there's known the man that we've had on this podcast even. But 
I, I just that that's what I was getting upset about with the show. And that's why I was upset after episode four, where it's like we saved Leia a second time. There was, hardly was Vader. It's we're we're so in on this. We just, I think they dragged on the whole like reveal of who, you know, Reva is and what her whole like, you know, what her whole origin story was like. That could have been done quicker, even in six episodes. You want to know something that's kind of great about being in my position? And this this whole entire time, I'm thinking of trying to relate it to something other than what I'm going to relate it to. But being a Star Wars fan, but not at the level that you guys are in in some sense, is kind of a blessing when it comes to these things because I'm able to sit back and look at it through just like a a normal fan's eyes, right? For example, and this is going to sound weird, but right away I thought of Battlefield, the game, right? how how we've kind of just accepted the fact that this is kind of like oh like that's a battlefield thing like you see like somebody flying up in the air it's a glitch and there's like or a helicopter is like spinning like in circles or there's a tank flying in the air like oh that's a battlefield thing like you know you just kind of look at that it's a part of the game yeah this whole series was that for me i'm like that's you know what that's just star wars that's you know, that's Star Wars. She gets stabbed. That's Star. You know what? That's Star Wars. Like, can, you know what I, I mean? Can I give you? Can I give you a perfect scene for that? Yeah. So in in this show, the scene where it was like Episode Five, where they're in the tunnel, where Reva and all those stormtroopers yeah. or whatever are on the outside, and all of the rebels or whoever they are are in the inside. They open the door up. Super easy peasy. There are <laughs> probably like what fifty to like. Probably 80, close to 100. Maybe even 100. Think, yeah. 100 stormtroopers aiming at this door. And all of these people are a- like the rebels are able to survive, run back yeah. into their little cubby hole without any injury besides one other somewhat main character. And I'm like, how the fuck are these guys so fucking it's, cross-eyed it's, blind? I don't even know what the problem is with them. Like, Xavier, it okay, started whoa, from the first episode. Well, what did we watch today? Listen. That, oh. that's everyone knows the stormtroopers have been that's that's been a stormtrooper thing since that's a star wars thing. Of time I know. star wars <laughs> i know but it's, it's, so it's not new in this series that's that's always been that way it's a star wars thing it's always been that way and it, it, it's not even a star wars thing like that's how that's how george lucas intended it to be like it, it's just, just you know what, to knows. think that if if they just trained for maybe another month the whole, <laughs> whole oh, series would just yeah. be Oh, my no. only thing is, is these these this this faction this empire runs the whole galaxy and there ain't nobody getting lit up you know that's no. opposing them you know they got to go star get the wars death thing. star they got to blow up the whole damn planet because they can't shoot the 10 rebels that are on the planet and right. you know like I, I don't know how you guys feel about it but like that that's a laughing criticism to where i i am i'm a little critical about it because i'm like okay at some point Let's have a scene where it's not just Darth Vader locking shit down for the Empire. But I'm also like, I I'm I didn't lose sleep at night because of that in this show. Like it's 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 cringy at some points, but I, I mean I'll give you something even cringier. What does what does Kenobi say about the lightsaber? It's you know it's you know it's like a light that protects you in the dark or whatever. When Leia asked asked him about it, or he he lectures he said that about the Force. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, but he, so he shuts himself off from the force that I can understand. He's emotional. He's depressed with everything, but the light, he buries his lightsaber in the sand. Again, we love burying our shit in the sand. <laughs> and 
my issue with that is one, he's supposed to defend Luke if something happens. So if Uncle Owen is in the thick of it with Reva and, you know, th- this whole thing didn't happen and, and Obi's in this cave, he's got to go sprint to the oh, dunes. Hang on one to second. Go get hang, this. On. hang on. Hang on. Pause. Time out. I'll be right back. Time out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. For a minute, I thought you were actually going. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> but but then what does he tell Anakin in episode two? This when he's lecturing Anakin in early on in Attack of the Clones because he kept kept losing his lightsaber. He's like, This weapon is your life. Like, then you come into this show and it's like, oh, we're gonna bury our lightsaber. He's supposed to defend a new the new hope. <laughs> and like th- this is where I have issues with writers that. I understand we're in a new generation of Star Wars, even in, in, in the movie making and TV show making industry. So, like, I don't expect if there's people our age or even in their 30s or 40s making these shows, I'm not expecting everybody to have the, the wide open Star Wars dictionary with them. But you have to do your freaking research when you're telling stories on previous on characters that have already existed or, you know, building off of previous stories. So little things like him not having his lightsaber is kind of a big deal or also the fact that where i think and i'm gonna shut up here in a second this is i just want to lead us into this this next thing to get your guys's thoughts i think that one of the biggest issues with star wars and especially at times in kenobi is the fact that the force is used as an it's it's either used in a convenient or inconvenient way it's the fact that in episode three the first face off when you know you know, Vader beats Obi-Wan and, and drags him through the fire and, and burns him, you know, and then Tyla comes and, and saves the day and sparks the fire again, just as the stormtroopers are about to grab uh, Kenobi for Vader to take back on the ship and whatever they're going to do. Literally, oh, hey, there's fire. Hey, nobody can either go around the fire. I, you know, I just use the force. I'm Darth Vader. I just use the force to to burn him into the in, into the fiery charcoal on the ground. But I can't pick him up again and lift him over the fire and bring him to me. Now, obviously, there's three more episodes. Obviously, they don't want that to be the end. I get it. But make some of this stuff make more logical sense because it's you know, we have to then the fans are sitting here doing mental gymnastics, trying to figure out, well, was the circumference of the fire in that little area where the stormtrooper is going to be able to go around it? Well, maybe Vader's afraid of fire or, you know, maybe Vader was toying with him and wants to fight him when he's, you know, there's, then everybody's drawing these theories and it's like, I, I get it. That's part of star Wars coming up with theories and wondering why people do the things they do. Maybe there won't be so much criticism of the storytelling. If things were thought out, Darth Vader in the comics is not afraid of fire, not afraid of being surrounded by men that with guns and everything like that. This guy is fearless. Also, it's his former master who basically is the reason why he's standing there in this metal armor with over half of his body destroyed and, and no longer existing. He's half man, half machine because of the man standing in front of him. And why wouldn't he be more pissed off? Right. And to me, that's where I think that's when oh. all of a sudden the, 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 the fan base started to kind of critique this because to me, that was like the first moment where you're like, okay, what is going on here? I'll leave you guys to give your thoughts. Yeah. The only thing I could think of for that is like what you said is that uh, he maybe wanted him to like come back later on at like full strength or something, or he liked the thrill of the hunt. That was my thought process after th- after that episode. And I was like, Oh, maybe they'll just show that uh, Anakin or not Anakin Darth Vader wants to like toy with him a little bit, playing with his food, so to speak. But they didn't show any of that. He's just like, we need to get him. We need to get him now. Like, like he was, 
it was almost like it was like a, it was a super urgent thing to get him, even though the only thing in the way at that first time, the first meeting was the fire, like you were saying. And I'm just like, how the, why the fuck can you not just put out the flames, bring him through the flames? There were so many different things they could have done. Um, and that's why I have, that's another big problem of mine, but go um, for it. I disagree with the whole <sighs> thing of the cat and mouse game. Because the next episode, he gets mad at Reva and says, you let him get away? Like, Vader, you oh. let him get away. Oh, yeah, no, you no, that's what got me. Yeah. Get away. Let me tell you what got me. Episode, the, the finale, it was uh, The Last Jedi all over again. You had the Star Destroyer following one ship, bombarding him, and Vader just says, more shooting. Uh, okay okay i was like are you kidding me and then vader's like everyone go after the ship with obi-wan why don't you just send tie fighters after that ship why don't you just go separately why do you have to have a whole army go to obi-wan and then just wait for obi-wan to fight and then he leaves nothing made sense Um, this show is is written by five the grand inquisitor had a point we could still keep chasing the this faction of the underground secret tunnel people that were essentially saving jedi and whatnot the grand inquisitor's job is to hunt jedi i have no idea why the roles were see that's what i think the, the missed opportunity was with the rest of the inquisitors is why didn't we get another jedi to like i would i would have loved if the inquisitors if we actually would have saw them kill that one jedi that was on tatooine that they showed in the beginning and ended up getting hung in front of the town like what why can't why like why couldn't we have i think it just gives the it gives them even more like another cool scene like why can't they actually kill him or like they kind of hinted the quinlan boss when uh in episode three you know when they when they were gonna when they were gonna take leia you know through that secret tunnel and, and go escape before you know vader came and everything that happened like that would have even been another opportunity. Maybe that's when Quinlan gets killed too. Like, I'm not saying he has to come be the hero or live or all this other stuff, but like the inquisitors, we know what they're they're for. And it, I was hyped at the beginning in the first episode or two. Cause I'm like, they're hunting Kenobi. They're, they're like, they're doing what they're supposed to be. I'm like, we're going to get some live action time with them. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like they were kind we kind of got a few teases that felt like the last Jedi for me, because it's like, Oh my God, we stabbed the Grand Inquisitor. We know he's not dead. He's not. This is not really a plot twist. Uh, oh my God, Reva got stabbed. Okay, she didn't die because, and we knew that was, as soon as she got stabbed and was spared by Vader, I knew she wasn't going to die. Like they were going to, they were going to finish that out. You know, there's, there's just these little things that it's like, you know, oh my God, like Reva was the girl that showed up in the, in the intro. I don't like, I'm like people like, how are we missing this? Or how are we thinking this is Wait. such a huge deal before, before we get too far away from it, the whole scene with the fire, that's actually one of the scenes that I like when it first happened, will, you know, you were watching it with me. And we both kind of laughed and I was like, oh, and he's not going to do anything. He's not going to, you know, two episodes later on, he grabs a fucking ship out of the air. You know what I mean? But he doesn't want to. You and grab your power it. levels. I knew you that, were going to freak I, out. I know that's that bothered me the whole series, but specifically that fire scene. 
I mean, you even see it in the last episode, the finale, when they're fighting each other and he gets half of his mask um, taken off. Even then, as much as he wants to claim that Anakin is dead, he's not. I mean, he never is really gone. I mean, for God's sakes, later on in the movies, he's the one who saves everything. But I truly think that there's that he is like... And again, this is all like, oh, theorizing what's happening. That's what we have to do as fans. But in that moment, I truly think that I, I don't know if he had like flashbacks to like certain times where him and Obi-Wan would get into that with fighting Darth Maul. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I truly think that he was having like an internal battle at that moment and chose not to do anything because... He knows he could. So does everybody else around him. If I was a stormtrooper, like right next to him, I'd be like, hey, you know, Darth, you wanna you wanna get him? <laughs> There's always so much I could do. I can't hit the broadside of a barn. You gotta get him, bud. You know? But but really, like I, honestly, like I really think that he had like a lot of internal struggles at that moment. I think that that's kind of what I finalized as it. That that helps me sleep at night. I would right? I would have to say that that would help me sleep at night because I still think about that to this day. I'm just like, what? what it the bothered me the night that head? I watched it. Yeah, the night that I watched, it, I was like, this is stupid. Like I, I'm with you guys. I'm like, this is this is not great. And then I'm like, and then the fi- the finale hit me, and even then, you can kind of see a little bit of Anakin still inside of him. I'm like, oh, it kind of makes sense now. Yeah, it's kind of like it's just. Um you know, locked up, like he, he locks it up, you know, and keeps it tucked away until something emotional happens. Like obviously I mean, when he finds out Luke is his son, you know, I mean, Palpatine basically had to tell him like, Hey dude, chill out. Don't worry about yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. I think you're kind of getting your visions clouded. So I, I, again, I just, I truthfully think that he had like an internal battle. This podcast is sponsored by Just Be Coffee Roasters. Just Be is owned by your very own co-host, Xavier, along with his uncle. Just Be offers many blends from around the world for personal use, fundraisers, and business partnerships. Just Be uses an eco-friendly and sustainable approach to everything they do. Oh, and by the way, they offer free shipping for orders over $50. Check them out Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 400 Fisher Street, Unity in Munster, Indiana, or call them at 219-789-8354. Their email is sales at justbe.coffee. Just Be, locally roasted coffee, driven by community. you're listening to ramble radio be sure to follow us on twitter and tiktok just search ramble radio and look for our great purple logo to find more great episodes be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on anchor.fm spotify apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music overcast pocket cast Castbox, stitcher and radio public we now return to ramble radio I think we have to really focus on Reva here because she is the most, you know, and take it what you will. When I say this statement, the most controversial aspect of the show, whether it's you like her, you think she's an integral part, 
if you think she was needed or if you're on the other side, not really agreeing with her being, you know, in it so much, or do you even think they, you know, should she have even been a focus? Um, You know, I'll open the floor up to you guys first. Like, do you guys really like the fact that she was focused so much in the show and that she got, you know, she got a complete arc. If you think about it, she got the redemption at the end. We don't know what she goes and does after she, you know, returns Luke and, you know, redeems herself. But, you know, at least from start to finish, she, she, kind of had an arc but just curious do you guys think she should have been in the show do you think she should have played such a big part do you want to defend her i'll leave the floor open to you guys uh okay so reva is a good character i have i have to throw that out there she's good uh i like the actress um i like how reva is kind of like the i want to get everything done uh my way kind of person like i'm just gonna get in get it done blah 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 for the fact that she got so much screen time is a little different for me. Like I didn't think that she was going to have as big of a role. Like I knew she was a part of the inquisitors and stuff, but I didn't realize it was going to be like, Hey, this is the Kenobi and Reva show along with Darth Vader. But um, so, I mean, they probably could have changed that up a little bit. Obviously that would have altered the story because she's in like majority of every episode, but um, my, the biggest problem I have with her uh is the fact that uh we i already said this earlier with one of the problems was that fact that she got stabbed she found that little hologram thing she somehow survived all that but to top it all off she survived being stabbed found this hologram that said that this child's on tatooine and she was able from the first scene which is that whole thing i was just talking about she was able to go from whatever planet she was on to Tatooine within like the fucking blink of an eye. I didn't know she was able to teleport. I didn't know that was a thing in Star Wars, but I guess that is because she literally went from one place to the other so quickly because even the the battle, the next scene, the battle between Darth Vader and the Star Star Destroyer, Starfighter, I I don't know the ships. I'm not I'm not a true fan. Um, <laughs> the chase scene. The <laughs> big ass ship in, in the big space. ship versus the, the little ship. one. Versus the little ship, yeah. So, like, that whole scene, that all happened while Reva was somehow going across multiple galaxies, or I don't know what the map looks like. Basically, she got to Tatooine so fast, got to Tatooine in the middle of the day, waited till nighttime to attack Owen and his wife, which I don't know if she has a real name. Peru. Probably. And Peru. Mm-hmm. Peru? Isn't that a place? I think, I think it's like a with a B. <laughs> oh, B E R U. It's okay. I'm over here saying Reva, Reva, you know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, she like waited all day there to finally go and attack them to find Luke. And I'm just like, how the fuck did she get there so fast? Because that was like the first thing popped up in my head. The fact that she was even walking around. I thought it was going to be a whole recovery thing. And that she would pop up in like the last like little bit of the of the story and maybe help obi-wan fight you know uh darth vader or something in the end something crazy but no this was even crazier she just literally just teleported so i i don't know that that's one of my big things it's like the 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 pacing of this show was very off for me for someone who's not like necessarily the biggest star wars fan who can kind of like overlook certain things like this i'm more of a person that's like if i'm looking at a show i'm going to pace it the way 
my brain thinks it should go, I guess, or like how long it would take me to get to these locations. And I'd be like, okay, that's fine. But this one was just like, what the fuck? Like you need, you need the millennium Falcon in hyperdrive to get there. And I'm like, ah, gotta, gotta do it in 12 parsecs. Yeah. There you go. He did in 10. That's what, I don't know, man. I, cause I'll be honest. I didn't even think about it like that. I just kind of was going with the flow. Is it a Star Wars thing? I I wouldn't even necessarily consider it a Star Wars thing. I really just, like, that wasn't out of the ordinary for me. I never thought, and maybe that's just because I didn't, I don't know, maybe I'm not thinking into it as much as you guys. And maybe that's, I don't know. I overanalyze every show I watch, which is a blessing and a curse. That's Maybe that's why, if I would have, it's like, yeah, I mean, that when you everything you're saying makes sense. It's like, how, how did that, how, why? Yeah. Why? But I'll be devil's advocate and say, I, I, you know, and and defend, you know, Reva and some of these other elements in the show and just be like, again, if you're doing one season, this is a one-time thing. Why don't you either a make all the episodes be 60 minutes long? I mean, for God's sake, stranger things, season four, at least the first part, I think the second part might be the same thing, but at least this first part that, came out around the same time Kenobi did or like an hour and 15 minute episodes. Now, I don't know if that's, they did it for the story or because, you know, we didn't have the show for like two years because of COVID, but they gave, and, and I actually haven't even watched it yet, but that's personal problem. Cause I'm trying to get through some other shows including, you know, watching Kenobi every week, but like, that just seems amazing to me because I'm going to assume that they're going to get, they, they were able to flesh out some elements of the story because they didn't have to rush and jump around. Maybe they still did. Don't, don't tell me, don't, don't spoil it for me. I'll get there soon. But, you know, and this is me defending, like I said, you know, defending Reva and some of these other elements. And, and I think, and again, why would you rush having, you know, even McGregor and Hayden Christensen back? Like, I think there were some missed opportunities with, you know, we could have had a few more flashback scenes of like them during the Clone Wars. I, I actually want a, a, a temple Jedi temple scene. You know, I know they're not going to show him. You know, I'm surprised they took it as far as they did with the kids and everything, especially with other situations in the world today. But like, I would have just loved to have seen him walk into the temple and he's just, you know, killing whoever's left of the Jedi Council in there. You know, you know, a, adult Jedi per se. Like, I, like that would be cool. I actually. And this could be this is maybe some fan service. So I'm not like saying this should have happened. You have a live action actress playing Ahsoka. We could have had a, a, a nice scene where it's like Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka with with Kenobi and Anakin. And maybe they're talking about one of these times when Anakin's having a dark moment or they, it's just a nice flashback. I know that's a little bit fan servicey, but this is a show where nostalgia is OK to have because that's the whole point. You're referring to stuff that happened in the past while trying to connect it to what's happening now and why characters feel the way they do. Like, I don't, you know, some of the, you know, some of the nostalgia stuff, I know I always argue with you guys, if it's done right and it's put in the right, if it's used right, that has the right purpose in the right areas, I think it's okay. But that's why I'm not totally against Revo because you needed the catalyst for the, for the show to get this going. I have a, I have a question actually, something I just thought about. Because again, I've been probably a big opponent of the whole nostalgia thing. And I agree with you. This this series needed it, you know, and they did, like I said earlier on, they did a really well job with balancing it. Um, 
the question I have is we're going to have Star Wars for a while. There's not going to be another multi-year long break like there was. Um, how many years was that without anything Star Wars? Besides Clone Wars, I know like, well, because Clone Wars continued We on. technically yeah. got something because we had Mando for season, what, end of 2019? 2020, they really weren't making much because of the pandemic, but we did get the last no, season before of Clone that, Wars. Before, when, the, when the second to last season of Clone Wars, when they had to make the last one, like how long was that break? It was a while. I would right? Say, a couple of years. I would say so, yeah, well, a year or two. Needless to say, that's not going to happen any longer. Right, no. we're always going to have Star Wars content going forward. With that being said, ten years down the line from today, when we're getting another Star Wars movie, how much of that movie is going to be based off of, or how much of that movie is going to be referencing Skywalker or anything that we're seeing from the original movies, or are we going to have completely new stories? Which I hope. I, I hope, hope so we too. have completely new story. I hope and, we and have that's completely coming. new characters. That's coming. But do you ever think there's going to be a day where we don't have a full movie without the word Skywalker? I, I hope to God, because it's irritating. Me, I think though. so. I, I think involved. the I think the movies, like they haven't said much, but like supposedly Taika Watiti's movie is, is supposed to be like to, like a total different spin on things. And I think that's probably wise. Like you should. And the easiest way to do this is probably to either do something at the beginning of the saga where it's like the, the High Republic days or whatever, when it's just when there's more Jedi and Sith and it's not all about the Skywalkers existing yet, or even afterwards, like it's all said and done, like something like Mando. And I know they bring in Luke and whatnot, but, you know, Mando is like, this is the world after the, the Empire or the remnants or the remnants of some things, or this is after some of the events. I know it kind of falls in between. Um, it's not after all nine movies. I'm wrong on that correction there, but like it kind of fills in the gap between the fall of the empire. And we're going to see if there's going to be anything about the first order, but like you could fill it in the gap somewhere and just focus on the time period in a different setting, a different story. Now I, so I think it is question. possible, but, but the Kenobi show should be about Kenobi. Th this show yes. gets yes. the one excuse. I think Austin, I have a big question for you. Yeah. You want all this new content, no Skywalker related. Now, how would you feel if Taika Waititi was like, yeah, I don't give a shit about the Skywalker stuff. I have not watched a single episode of uh, Star Wars. If he said, you know, I, you know, you need a story to, yeah, no, you need, I, I acknowledge that you need to back everything. There needs to be a timeline. Because uh, who is the Grand Inquisitor? Will was telling me the actor was like, yeah, he's like, I didn't watch Rebels. I didn't care. He's like, I wanted yeah, to make see, my own then you're pulling And I Halo. loved his, I loved his. Well, uh, we found out he didn't really need to do a character study because homie showed up on four occasions. Right. Homie played <laughs> dead my, for half the show. Tony, he was one of my favorite characters of the show. I loved his performance. I just think it's so good. He talks so crazy. Ah, but you are uh, how like Dracula. Yeah, I mean he I, I love this. Is, is good. Like, and he yeah. sounds like a rebel officer. Or not a rebel, <laughs> an imperial officer. Like he sounds like he's Tarkin. Like Dracula. the way he addresses people. Like I, I loved it. Like I could I could buy into the character and the actor portrayal, but you know, the the story drove it otherwise. Skylar, 
I, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. And you could tell us to all go F off with our opinions. That's fine. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on Reva and just how this, how this show continued to play out. Like her, just her character specifically. Yeah. I mean, how, however you want to take it, like, do, you know, do you agree with her character being what she was, or did you want to see anything different with the story? You know, again, I know you, you know, I've talked to you off the podcast and you've been pretty pleased with the show. So again, I think you probably have a, a more positive, happier stance than some of us here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I really liked her character. I love like, yeah, I love Moses Ingram. I think she's a great actress and I think she did a really good job with how they wrote her character to be at times. I think some of her, some of her dialogue, the way it was written was not, could have been a little better. But I, I, I do like like her motives. I, I do like I, I think it, I think it's cool. Like the way they the way they wrote her character and like her motives to me made sense. Like I enjoyed that part of the show. I, I do I enjoy that she was such a big part of the show. Now I don't I don't think she like yeah she, I think she was in probably every episode and she was in every episode quite a bit. But I don't think the focus was ever com- like completely on her rather than. Obi-Wan or Vader like I, I think I think it was a pretty good balance but then again like I feel like you kind of need you you need a character like her that kind of not to take away from them but you can't you can't just have it all 100% Obi-Wan versus Vader like you it just wouldn't make any sense now I correct me if I'm wrong I believe initially this was supposed to be like a film like a like a regularly like a you know yeah mm-hmm. probably, probably like two hour film and we ended up getting, I would say, probably what, about three and a half hours worth of content. So initially, it was it was only supposed to, from what I understand, only supposed to be like a film, film length. Um, so if it was like more like two hours, I think it would make more sense to have the focus mostly just be on them. But since you had, we had a, I mean, it's a limited series, so we had a lot more time to play with. I think you kind of needed a character like her. And like I said, I, I like her motives. I, I like the way, I like how her... Arc. I wouldn't say necessarily wrapped up, but I, I like the way it, you know, continued throughout the series. And it, it'll be interesting to see if they do anything else with her character. Because um, I, I think was, that's, you know, that could kind of lead us into, you know, if, if they're going to continue this series. Because I'd, I'd like to see more of her character, to be honest. I, I obviously <laughs> was a lot more, um, looked at this a little bit more positively <laughs> than, than you guys, I it, it would seem. I, I know... I mean, I think there's some things that we all probably enjoyed about the the show. Um, there was definitely definitely quite a bit that I enjoyed. Uh, I definitely enjoyed episodes five and six probably more than you know the like the middle like Dave uh, Filoni kisses for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on Reva. I um, you brought up a good point. Is I'm curious to see where we go with her. I think. I could play the middle ground here and I can say, yeah, I could see how she would be more, how that it could be an issue that she was more focused on at some points than Kenobi. Um, With that being said, I think, you know, in hindsight, the way that I would have liked to seen it go was we necessarily don't finish her character arc because I do like her as a character if we spent a little bit less time on her and let and made her like this ominous being, that's like kind of confusing still, we don't really know her whole story. And then who knows, maybe a year or two down the line from now, make a series just about her just to kind of like 
we can reference Kenobi like, oh, that's why she was like this or, oh, like, that's why this happened. That's why she acted this way. Um, and we have like a five, six part series with her and the other Inquisitors. I think that would be, would have been the best way of telling her story. Um, keep some stuff hidden because like, like you guys said, we know the only thing we don't know right now is where she went, what she's doing. We know her origin. We know um, the her, the motive behind joining the Inquisitors. We know we everything. Know she could stab. We could. She could survive a stab wound. So who knows what else she could? You know what there is. What else she could survive? It is one thing. This is another, and I won't say it's a criticism of her, but just the show in general. If you really think about this realistically, and then I think this, we could start taking this into like you know should there be a season two or you know some people are saying they want to see you know Reva get her own show if you guys want to give your thoughts on that go for it too but i will say that i think the last big big potential issue with the ending of the show my only issue with the ending because i i thought like vader and you know vader the last fight between vader and kenobi was great i loved the you know the mask being you know half off and you, you got the the combo with the voice of it part of it's james earl jones part of it's you know, Hayden Christensen, I, and the the light on their faces was going from like blue to red. Once you went from, I'm sorry, Anakin, so to, cool. I killed Anakin myself. It's like holy shit! Like all that symbolism and lighting there, spot on. My only issue with the finale is if you think about it, even though Reva decided not to kill Luke and brought him back, and she's like, I'm gonna go find myself and find a new purpose. Why would his aunt and uncle stay there? Why wouldn't they move? Like how and, and and Reva technically is unstable. She's like yeah. a you know she's she's just coming off of being like okay. Did everybody just that redeem themselves? I, I mean I know Darth Vader did, but then he freaking died right after because of the a great the great sacrifice there. But like you could just walk like you're gonna walk away and you're never gonna be tempted to do this again. You're not gonna tell anybody like it's it's <laughs> yeah it's a Star Wars thing. And and again it's not the end of the world because I I think they. They wrapped it up nicely. Like there's not really controversy there, but I think one can make that argument and be like that moisture farm is not, you know, is not secure anymore. It's compromised. Also in Rebels, when Maul comes back to Tatooine, when he finds Obi at his camp, as soon as he mentions Luke or mentions like, I know why you're here. However, he says it and pay attention to that or look up that scene on YouTube after this podcast and Kenobi's face changes and he doesn't let them leave. He doesn't let him leave that campsite. And I know he's got a more of a personal, you know, uh, connection to Maul than Reva, but and he, def- he made sure he was going to defend Luke at all costs. And then literally in one swift move struck down Maul. So again, this is where you pull back from other things. And I know it's a little mental gymnastics and whatnot, but I, I think that's a reasonable thing where it's like, you know, that's why you're playing with fire when you start dabbling in the stuff, you know, some of that stuff that's already been pre-made uh, beforehand. But I don't think I, I it ended the Tatooine stuff ended better than I expected. I was worried going into episode six about that. And I'll say yeah. one positive thing real quick about Vader. One thing, Disney, and even if you guys want to do that, too, if you want to if there's something positive you want to bring up or go into your thoughts on. Uh, should they do a season two? I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys, you know, to carry this where you want next. But I, I, I want to say one positive thing because I like to show more than I, I'm, I'm, you know, leading on right now. Like you got, you know, some of you might be surprised at what my, my 
uh, rating is going to be at the end of the episode here. But one thing Disney has always done right in Star Wars since they've owned it is Darth Vader. Rogue One. Holy shit. That hallway scene. You know, you get him in this show. I mean, he literally killed like a, a kid and his father in episode three as he's searching for Kenobi. Like they, you know, as much as it would have been cool, like I said, for him to de- decapitate, you know, Reva the same way he decapitated Count Dooku. I mean, he killed the kid and we saw it on screen. I mean, he tore apart that ship. He pulled it down. I mean, he does have those force powers. You just tend to see it in novels and comics more than in, in, in the film. But the appearance, he looks great. He acts great. He's powerful. He's strong. And any scene with Darth Vader in it is usually pretty good. And when they had Palpatine show up and then after he, you know, after he told them to let you know, let it go. And the Imperial March played out was like beautiful. I was happy with that being Vader's last scene. Yeah, yeah. I, I, going Go off that, I think it's kind of like a perfect transition into. And I know, like, there's some definitely some time in between, but it's like a perfect transition from this Vader into Vader from A New Hope, because like it's almost like I wouldn't say he's less, vi- like he's not like l- less powerful, he's just more focused. Like mm-hmm. he's you know he's more like rigid. He's more focused, just like that kind of conversation with Palpatine, like just how insidious, I guess, um, how that kind of goes. It, it just, yeah, I mean, like he he is going to be more focused on basically just conquering everything because that's like that's from the beginning with um, with Palpatine. That was like the plan. That was Palpatine's plan. So like it's kind of coming to fruition there. So I think it's a good. It's a good transition. There were two moments where I had like goose, like actual goosebumps and like anxiety watching the show. And um, I really appreciate that when like a TV show or movie is able to do that to me because it's like, I'm like really invested in it and I'm like, you know, emotionally attached as well. And they were when, um, when Kenobi and i don't remember the rebels the girl the lady's name what was uh the one that died tala Tala. yep so tala's like little workshop area when they're walking up and down the street looking for kenobi and like the way the camera like looked and it's like it was kind of like they were campaigning back and forth and they're like the robot has like a you know, it just, it was very suspenseful. And I'm like, oh my God, like, go, you have, you have to leave now. Like you have you to go about when he has the hammer, like he's like, yep. Yeah. Yep. And it just, I was like, I had like anxiety watching that. I was like, cause they never show Kenobi leave. I thought at that moment that realistically what I thought was going to happen was Kenobi was going to open that door and they were going to face off in the middle of the street. Um, They never show him leave. So, that whole scene you still think he's in that uh area and then you get to the silly part where they're just running in the quarry like just running back and forth (laughs) but uh, that part gave me goosebumps and then the other one that i thought was really well done and i know you guys picked up on it too was um in the last episode when darth vader and obi-wan kenobi were fighting darth vader gets the high ground Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was that like, was I, I was like, I was waiting. I wish for you Darth- would have said it. 
Yeah, I, I wish you would have made a comment. Yes, I was waiting for that him to say, much. look who's got the high ground now, well, bitch. We did get another hello there. <laughs> we got another hello there. <laughs> oh, man, I was waiting for him to say something like, just something about the high ground, but I'm glad they didn't. I'm actually really glad that they didn't because they just, the entire time I was on the edge of my seat, I was like, this is perfect. Um, my biggest complaint is Will said it earlier. Hey, it's your typical power levels. Mm-hmm. I like to see Darth Vader be the badass when he ripped that, like, ripped it open like a tin can, that ship. That was great. Nice but, fog in the background, too. I had to rewatch the scene. 10 we times did. We did. Yes. We're like, oh, yeah, like, conveniently. Like, where the hell is this ship? We got ship. invisible cloak. Oh. And then, and then, why did Vader grabbed, stop? Why did he stop? Yeah, well, why, did yeah, why he didn't stop? he pull that ship down? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm said, saying. You're right. Uh, yeah, whatever. Because he didn't look tired. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it was. Can I, can I also throw uh, a. RIP in the chat for the one guy who drew the short straw to to uh, oh, pilot that Ray, first ship. Wade? Oh no! By the way, yeah, wait. No, not Wade. I'm talking about the guy who flew off in that ship that Vader tore oh. out of the sky. Because was there? They don't have oh my god! I forgot apart. you didn't they see anybody. They don't have any more droids because the one droid they had got killed uh, protecting Tala yeah. or whatever the hell. So I'm like, that guy's dead. I'm like, that kind of sucks. RIP, dude. See ya. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you. your sacrifice. Yeah. I was like, okay. We appreciate you. Moving on. <laughs> but sorry. Sorry. I just had to do a little side. No, note. you're but good. Yeah. But yeah, power level is a big, big thing in this one. It's it's always it's always been my thing. I've always I'm going to complain about it. It's just it's just the the times like Will said the force is convenient for people. You know, it's just yeah. It's that's really what it is. Oh, conveniently, Obi-Wan can lift up like a freaking earthbender and just, impo- <laughs> and the just same thing. throw stones <laughs> at, at Darth Vader. Like, that wasn't allowed 10 minutes ago. Like, I know things change and like motivations and and he was probably like really motivated to just get out of this battle. Whatever, I get it. But like, man. I, I know a lot of your guys' complaints are valid. Like, I, and I... I, and a lot of them I, I do agree with to a certain extent. But one thing I'll say is, a lot, not, and not just you guys, a lot of the complaints I've seen from Star Wars fans and people that have just watched this series is stuff that has been going on with Star Wars since A New Hope first came out. Like, I, I know you're talking about, like, the convenience for, like, the Force convenience. Like, I, and I know it's frustrating. Like, there's certain parts of this, this show specifically where it, it happened. But it's been a thing with star Wars since the beginning. Like we're, this no, is, it has, you're so, right. So mm-hmm. like I get, like I said, to a certain extent, I get it, but to me, I, I don't think it should necessarily be included. Like I just, I don't know. I, to me, that's just not a, a, it shouldn't be a criticism of this show specifically because it's been going on since the beginning. So, and it's not, not just like the force convenience. Like there's a lot of stuff and it's not just this show. It's happened in the Mandalorian. It's happened you know, every, everything across Star Wars has had this because the Force is the ultimate plot device. You can do anything with it. Yeah. So that, that's all. That's I'm a great about. way of putting it. Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Well, what was your thoughts on uh, on the show, though, Skylar? Like, what would you rate that? <laughs> you guys don't want to hear it. Yeah, let's wrap up with <laughs> uh, give, your, like, give your rating. And then uh, just quickly, like, do you think there's like, should they end it here or should there be a season two? 
Yeah, I would. Well, I was telling, I was texting with Will last night, um, right after watching the finale, and I, given how good the finale was to me, I would, I would give it, I would give the show a nine out of ten, which probably seems really high. But you guys also have to remember, in one of the Star Wars podcasts we did, one of the Star Wars episodes we did, Obi Wan is my pretty much my favorite character in Star Wars in general. So I guess that's I'm a little I'm a little biased, but to me. In terms of my enjoyment, I would say nine out of ten. Okay, Austin, I'm actually curious of what yours is going to be. I'm I'm up there with Skyler. I think my blissful ignorance to some of these things that you guys have pointed out um, helped. I think I'm going to give it an eight out of ten, and I also think that season two would be great if you really think about it. We don't have to have. Hayden Christensen back. We don't have to have, like, we could just focus on Obi Wan, just doing his thing. You know, like, let's say another thing happens where he needs to go and save something else real quick. Um, it could be more nonchalant. We don't have to have as uh, as serious as a story. I think I would like to see, like, like, but realistically, like, is he really going to stay on that planet? until we see him in episode four, like the day that we, the finale episode, he's on that planet until episode four. Like, I think you can make some, like the adventures of Obi-Wan. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take that and I'm going to add my two cents. I, uh, I'm actually probably going to give it like a four. Uh, I personally wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless they've like seen star wars or at least they've seen a couple of the episode or a couple of the movies and stuff there were just too many things that just too many plot holes from somebody who's not as invested in the star wars series there's just too many things that just like irritated me and i i think they should just kind of like cut it be like no more kenobi show i think he should pop into other people's shows maybe like maybe for like ahsoka and stuff like that like help help out with a mission or whatever the hell but i like i love kenobi don't get me wrong but i just don't think they should keep it going because i feel like they've already kind of did they kind of stretched it out enough and just let it die (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but what about you guys what do you think Nick? um i'd give it a three and um just i'm buckling down to what i said earlier just if they made a season two that's fine i just i i really just stopped caring anymore it'll never be a good written show and they will never let it be that and it it just makes me sad not a show but like just there's just never going to be good writing i simply lost faith i think mandalorian is the only thing i've seen that has just well-written everything a very good pacing very good artistic direction very good visuals it it speaks for itself even when it's not even talking and i just think that's the only thing i look forward to in star wars if i had to recommend it to someone i would just say hey yo just skip to the end skip to the watch that last fight scene and then skip the next 20 minutes because there's a bullshit in the middle that they cut away from it for some reason and then you could finish the fight scene um but if they make a season two, that's fine. The people like if you guys loved it, like I'm, why would it be like no season two? You don't get to be happy again. Like that's awesome. You guys enjoyed it. I, 
just wish I did, but I didn't. So that's it. Is there, can you give us like one positive thing about it? Is there like one scene that like, yeah, I really love Christensen. I loved them. I loved everything. Hating Christensen's performance. That, like the duel? That, uh, that particular scene. I think every actor phenomenally did well. Even if I don't agree with them as a character, the comedian, I don't know his name. I'm not going to try to name. I think terrible placing in a Star Wars story. I don't have a problem with the actor. I don't have a problem with the character. I just really, when I saw him at the end in the finale, it really made me mad because I was like, dude, you, you're just taking away from the emotion with your comedic timing. I'm like, this just has nothing. Nowhere to do right now in the story. It really made me mad with the direction with his character that they wanted to put him in. Put him in another story. Not this one, yeah. you know? Uh, but I thought everyone did well. I thought the... No, I can't say anything about the music. That's... Uh, I don't know. That's a good positive. I'm sure there's like smaller positives. Lil Leia, the cutest, most adorable girl ever. But that's all I'll say. I'll let Will wrap it up. Yeah, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. I actually liked it more than I probably came off and said on the podcast on this podcast today. Um, I love the fact that they brought the old characters back. I thought everything was good, you know, in terms of Hayden Christensen and even McGregor being back. I love Tala. I know she had a, you know, a quick story in this, but I think, you know, I, I, I liked her character. I liked what she stood for. I, again, I like that we had the Inquisitors in the show. I liked I, I can get but i could get by with reva being you know the per you know the catalyst for all this I, I i bought into that i don't think she really should have had so much focus on the story and um with that being said i don't think i would want a season two because i i think they wrapped it up nicely and i think it's like you know if you really wanted more you should have just did a 10 or 12 episode thing or like seriously they should have just made it 10 or 12 episodes and we could have maybe fleshed out Reva and some other characters and stories more. So I think you ended it perfectly with episodes five and six, so I would leave it. So thank you all for listening to Ramble Radio. Thank you, Nick, Xavier, Austin, and Skyler. We'll see you on the next one. May the force be with you.